I'm Ryan Kramer, and this is my corner of the internet. This is Crossover Commerce, episode 168 of this wonderful uh, mess that I like to call a podcast. If you believe it or not, uh, I call it my corner of the internet because I bring bring the best and the brightest in the Amazon e-commerce space and beyond. I'm going to call it. Uh, I need to add that caveat because there's so many really cool things going on in this space that tie back to e-commerce and Amazon, quite frankly. But before we get started, uh, I know everyone's excited to get started on our topic today. But before we get started, you need to go ahead and give a shout out, of course, every episode. We want to give a shout out quickly to our presenting sponsor, Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong Payments, not a ping pong paddle company, not something that you just, uh, a currency in terms of table tennis or anything like that. This is a amazing company that has helping cross-border payment solutions all over the world, whether you're paying your VA, your supplier, your manufacturer in different countries, you know that it is a pain to get an invoice and have to pay in localized currency. The turnaround time is a headache. You need to get your products to your warehouse quickly and effectively, and that's where ping pong comes into play. Go ahead and you can use ping pong for free, and it's easy to pay in localized currency, but then also if you're obviously selling internationally as well, we can help you go ahead and convert those funds at a very low cost. Amazon full of fees, as everyone knows, ping pong helps you mitigate those fees and take those savings and apply it to your bottom line, whether it's advertising, put in more inventory, just going ahead and paying yourself out. Why not use a service that is going to help you put more money to your bottom line? That's what this is all about in entrepreneurship. So go ahead and check out for free ping pong payments and go to usa.pingpongx.com forward slash podcast, where all of the former guests and podcast episodes are available on video as well as audio, but then also you can sign up for free. Go ahead and let them know that uh, Crossover Commerce sent to you or just myself, Ryan Kramer uh, with Crossover Commerce. Sign up today. Um, that being said, thank you again, Ping Pong Payments. This is episode 168 of Crossover Commerce. As I mentioned in our quick introduction, guys, eh, eh, as I've been doing this for almost a year now, the amazing people I get to meet on this podcast is, is quite extraordinary. All over the world, people are fortunate enough to uh, to put a pause in what they're doing for the day, hop on their cameras, uh, hop on their microphones, and, uh, and and really just honestly talk with me into our audience as well as the listener out there. If you have questions, they're going to answer those for you. But that's the beauty of this podcast and what it's bloomed into. So um, if this is your first time, this is a live interactive audience. If you have questions, you can feel free to go ahead and put those in the comment section below. Um, but also if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast destination, you can also uh, go ahead and share and then tag our guests as well into it, and they can answer your questions. Just make sure you tag the podcast or our guest. They're easy to find, and you'll be able to figure out at the end of the episode how to get in touch with them. Um, but we we normally uh, bring on anyone, again, from logistics to advertising, marketing, copywriting, you name it. We're, we're going to be talking with those people. Uh, this week has been fantastic so far. And I'm excited today because uh, we haven't touched on this topic before on our podcast. And it's uh, we're going to be talking all things Pinterest. Uh, Pinterest is a social media platform. If you're not familiar, you should be. Uh, Pinterest is one of those uh, uh, social media sites, obviously, with boards and uh, content ideas and creations and lots of different um, inspirational ideas. But as the podcast or as the product has evolved, they become uh, advertising platforms, but also ways to drive traffic to get this to your website or Amazon listing. That being said, there's lots of different ways people have uh, lots of different ideas of how to drive traffic to your Amazon listing, to your storefronts. And this is one of those ways that actually enhances that visibility and doesn't get dinged when you're driving traffic to your listing. 
that being said, it's been around. Uh, there's been lots of ideas around this topic. I'm really excited. Uh, you can put a pin in this one, uh, for lack of a better term, to make sure that you come back to it and make sure you refer to other solutions and ideas that we're going to be talking about on this podcast today. But I brought on the one and only Matt Parker of Pinformative. Believe it or not, Matt has actually been in the game, of e-commerce game for 15 years. He'll say himself he's been locked away in a closet and they just recently released him. But I'm excited to talk with him today about his background uh, in development in multiple seven-figure e-commerce brands, qualified multimedia multimedia programmer as well. And he is the co-founder of the Pinformative group as well. So without further ado, I don't need to talk about him much, but I'll let him kind of give his background here just shortly. Welcome to Crossover Commerce, Matt Parker of Pinforma. Matt, welcome to Crossover Commerce. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I love it. I'm, I'm kind of, as you know, I've just been discussing this with Ryan. I'm in a coffee house in between Manchester and Birmingham, just come back from the IRX, which is a big exhibit yeah, in the UK. Um, so it's kind of like I've just found the local Wi-Fi. Ryan actually asked me where I was. I was like, I have no idea. So I apologize if anything ad hoc happens around me. I can't control that. But, you know, no, okay. we got there. Well, we got there. Well, so. well mate, you know, we, we appreciate you were able just to pull off the side of the road. And you say you're in between uh, Birmingham and uh, Manchester. Manchester. So, yeah, yeah obviously, uh, I, I know where, I know where that kind of area is. But you you got the great opportunity to talk with Big Commerce um in the engineering team over there so that was really cool i i couldn't i couldn't be mad at you for that so thanks for just hopping on and um we'll, we'll kind of dive right into it so informative is solely just based around pinterest and i i'm not really sure honestly why a lot more people are talking about uh you hear them talk about facebook instagram how you're driving traffic to to amazon but no one really likes to talk or wants to talk about pinterest so that's why i'm really intrigued about today Kind of give me that background of how you got to where we are today and co-founding the group and then also like why this is your passion yeah sure so um basically i've well back in manchester we've got our own um warehouse and we've got um six e-commerce stores i mean my background being multimedia programmer is that i was um faced with a problem when i started doing this of having four hundred thousand asins which some people feel pretty sick about when they hear that um <laughs> So I, I decided to autonomize and program something in Wucom. So um, that's been working for a while. Um, but then I looked at a problem with Amazon with high PPC ratios. Uh, and I spoke to um, a couple of friends of mine in the industry down in London. And um, then I joined the you know a few groups on the uh, Facebook channels. And I saw Marie O'Shea, who's also a, a co-founder of the Pinformity Group. I saw her shouting out about this 0% you know, free evergreen traffic. So I was thinking to myself, hold on a second, let's have a look at this. Let's dig deep into this you know, Pinterest platform. Now, a lot of people see this as an aesthetically pleasing platform, beautiful images, you know, um, a lot of artists are on there, Etsy crew are on there. Um, but when I dug deeper, I was like, this is a really, you know, it's a really intricate and um, sophisticated algorithm. And it's got a lot of potential to, to, to build up momentum and through flow um, traffic to, to anywhere, you know. Um, so that's kind of how we, we started up the informative group. I was like, you know, I can see real potential with this, with affiliated traffic. And the other thing is, I think there's a misconception or a misunderstanding out there at the moment that a lot of people think that uh, Pinterest is kind of this alternative platform and that's it, but it's not. It's got, it's kind of like a hybrid that has so many, you know, it's got so many, um, uh, what's the word? So many opportunities with it that I was like, this is crazy. There's so many things you can do with this. You've got, you know, you've got your viral pins, 
probably see I'm getting excited as a coder. I'm like, this is like kind of an open source playground for me. Um, and so I'm trying to utilize that traffic. And so we're building software and we, you know, we're going for a big start. So I thought nobody's listened to this, but this is, this is really exciting stuff right here. So that was it really. So the, you know, the informative group was founded and here I am traveling around. Well, that, that, so. and it's amazing because you guys have already, the group didn't start, but too long ago. It now has mm. thousands of users. I think a lot of people see the value in it. Um, besides just like sending traffic, like I, I've, I've personally on it, honestly, we were talking in pre-show about this, just hearing from different minds in the space, how we're able to drive traffic itself to uh, any sort of listing, not just, not just marketing, but when it comes to, um, just traffic in general, not all of it is weighted the same, right? Uh, Amazon will reward certain types of uh, traffic, whether it be from Google, whether it be from organic, whether it be from pay, uh, PPC or just a uh, DSP. Obviously I'm, I'm saying lots of acronyms, but for some reason they're actually rewarding Pinterest more than these other channels. Is there a reason behind that? Or, or can you maybe kind of allude to what, what's maybe as a coder or the background or programmer, why, why do you think people are doing or why Amazon rewards more of that? Because, you know, they, they, they're not a silly company. They're seeing the potential. Well, it's just as simple as that. I mean, if you think from their point of view, from the, 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 that's why when I spoke to obviously Danny McMillan about the A9 algorithm, these guys aren't stupid. They're building, you know, really sophisticated um, software. So what they've done is they've looked around and seen Shopify, big commerce, you know, uh, even uh, Etsy affiliation with, with Pinterest. And they've gone, hold on a second, there's a market out there. We want a piece of that. How do we, how do we incentivize that? So their way of doing that is okay. Here's 10% because they're giving 10% off an affiliated traffic with Amazon associate associates. And that, that, that's why, you know, why wouldn't they? I mean, it's kind of like saying, okay, well, we're Amazon. We've got all the sales in the world. They haven't, I can see things on a broad scope. Uh, one thing I didn't mention, I'm part of the eBay development team and I've worked on a personalized uh, development feature recently in US and the UK. So I'm seeing things from a broader scope. Uh, I, I just dropped that on you. I've never told many people that, but I work with the eBay development team. Um, because they, they, they pull me in and I'm working with different people, engineers know me around the world. Uh, I don't want to sound egotistical, but that's the truth. And we kind of get on and we've worked for each other for 10 years. I've just been in the background, just watching things unfold, you know, with your Snapchat, TikTok, uh, encoders, um, you know, multimedia is my background. So I'm seeing loads of different um, things blowing up and potential moving imagery. It's just, it's just like we're going back to the sort of 2000s, only you've got that bootstrap blog kind of approach. So now, there's, there's a really powerful opportunity to drive traffic. You know, keep going back to Pinterest, but the, the opportunity is there to drive traffic to Amazon and they're rewarding it because they know that that can come. You know, it's just quite straightforward, really. Um, right. So, yeah. well, I was, I was going to say, so before, uh, Matt, before we kind of go further, uh, what are the ways uh, before, again, this is something that we, it's popped up, obviously, with lots of different people. Um, Lisa, Ken, uh, Kenzie, or uh, Kenzie, uh, Good Lord, I can't even read today. Kinski uh, said, um, you know, it's as a friend of the show, it's crazy how much Pinterest has traveled, changed over the years. It's It was an early user and, you know, it's strange that you don't hear more brands talk about leveraging Pinterest in their strategies. Um, and obviously I'm excited to talk with Matt today as well. So thanks Lisa for tuning in. Um, and then we have a couple of other just shouts. Uh, thanks uh, Wissing, uh, for hopping on again and watching today. I'm, I'm curious, Matt, uh, what, at the very basics like how, how are people able to just create pins is it just organic i'm um, going into the platform uh almost creating a, a separate listing and then 
creating because I'm not I'm not an avid user, so I don't have any content out there to like drive traffic to uh, my podcast, for example. Um, maybe I should, and I and I think I, maybe I will look into this a little bit more. Uh, but okay. <laughs> is this something? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, maybe maybe I should like, right? Uh, maybe uh, podcast episode episodes will be rewarded. Yeah. Why? Where do you start? Like, is it just as simple as creating a listing and then directing people to a website or a URL or Amazon listing? Is that as simple as that? It is quite simple, actually. If you want to go down that route of just doing, you know, single pins from Amazon. So um, the first thing you need to do is obviously sign up with Pinterest, uh, and then you activate a business account, which is quite straightforward. Um, once you've done that and you've got the link, then what you can do, because you know you, you know about tokens, etc. So you, it's already that connection there when you go into the Amazon platform. So basically, from sort of, I'm getting a bit technical there, but basically, set up your business hub, go back to Amazon, uh, sign into Amazon, and then what you can do is go to your product page itself. So you know just the URL on the right hand side underneath the buy box, you'll see you've got your um, uh, Pinterest logo under, just underneath the buy box. Pinterest logo, I think it's LinkedIn. No, sorry, uh, Twitter, a few others. Click on the Pinterest logo, and that will automatically create a pin on Pinterest if you if you log into the business hub, and that's it. That's pretty much it. I mean, you can obviously adapt the description. Maybe I don't think you can change the images. I think it takes the hero image, you know, the main image, and puts that in there. Um, but it's pretty much that's it. And like you were saying, then I mean, if you with 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 this with the uh, the crossover commerce, you could probably do 12, uh, 12 second video service pins because that's another thing you know that you can go into is service pins, and suddenly you've got that affiliated link to every single uh, cast that you've got online. So it's crazy. Is, it, is that free or is that is almost like a paid ad? Like is that yeah, is that but, paid not. Ad? Okay. but not, but <laughs> not. It's free. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like Done. who doesn't want that? Um, and then you've got you see what 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 I found with Pinterest, which is the most interesting part for me, is I believe what they've done from an ethical point of view is turned around, step back, looked at looked at the e-commerce world and gone, how can we do things different? I've got an idea. Let's not work in TOS terms of service. Let's give everyone freedom of TOS and see what happens. Because there's no TOS you could do, for example, a service pin for hairdressing, top ten hairdressing tips. Whack your products on the bottom, drive them to Amazon, drive them to Shopify. You've already engaged them in a blog. It's like, it's creative. It's a creative approach to advertising. And that's what's coming back with this, which I find amazing. There's no rigid, rigid structure to it. So it's kind of offering people a more diversified way of, of, of approaching a client or customer or, or buyer, you know. Um, so from that angle, it's kind of like you've got the advertising side, but also you've got the buying side with viable pins, Um because not, not a lot of people know this, but uh, Pinterest started off initially as a marketplace. So in 2000, maybe at the beginning of 2009, they, they, they literally were selling things like, you know, eBay, Amazon, Etsy. However, people were leaving things in the cart for maybe two weeks. So say you were in, I don't know, say you're a skier and you bought the goggles, you've got the gear, you've got the jacket, but they would leave everything there. And they were like, oh God, you know, everyone's buying everything that they're interested in, interested in, and then they got interest. And then they were like, oh, well, just like the pin in these things and that's how it evolved into a different way of buying where you just literally buy the whole outfit <laughs> and whenever you want right. so but i think that's a gen z thing as well that's up and coming i think a lot of these guys are looking at a different way of buying because of pinterest because you don't just buy on demand you can't kind of buy in through an interest which is again is really direct marketing tactics as well right um, and that, that, that's kind of why i see like the differences so like you had mentioned before Facebook in itself as a social media platform, right? It's a it's a platform that is um, social social commerce. Like you're sharing with other people either thoughts, ideas. It's not really a and I and I've heard this um, 
maybe it's like Danny, but also I, I agree with it too. If it was it wasn't from him, it's a social media platform. It's not a buying platform. Pinterest is interesting because it's a it's a creative and inspiration board uh play platform or or um you know interest boards of this is what I like. It's literally building a profile for you of things I might be like you said interested, Matt. What is that? Is that just like the natural way of why you're like yeah, they're literally just building out monetize it that way, but it, it's a non-intrusive way to get in front of people, right? That that's that's um, why it's so successful. I think I think what it is with Pinterest, because it started off as a marketplace and then everyone's looking at it as an SM platform. It's neither. I mean in my eyes it's a hybrid. It's kind of like everything in one place. If you imagine a spider's web, I would say Pinterest is in the middle and you can rebound all these different traffic flows to anywhere on the web. So if you, if you imagine Pinterest at the center, it can rebound that up to the, you know, up to even YouTube, gather that flow of momentum from that link. You could have a Google link on there, suddenly that's linked to Amazon, it's mind blowing. You could have, I, I did get told off this weekend because I was talk, I was basically referring to these things as triangular methods, but somebody said that association with pyramids isn't good. So I started calling them circular flows. <laughs> I got told off. Sounds better, sounds sense. better me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you can see, you know, you, there's loads of creative ways that you can build up momentum and flow traffic to anywhere. And obviously, I think between reading between lines, it's just my personal opinion. I think that Google maybe wanted to acquire Pinterest at some point, but I think they've maybe let it go too far. Who knows? But I know that Google bought, sorry, uh, Pinterest boards rank highly on Google. So, right, so you're 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 talking about not just uh, Amazon shopping, but almost like Google shopping too. Yeah. So it can be anything yeah. of. Uh, you can start building out thought around your brands. So that, that's one way uh, you can look yeah. at it that way. You can drive people who are willing or, and ready to purchase all your brands. So that's, that's, why, that's what I don't get. This doesn't make sense. And going back to everyone else, I'm not really sure. Oh, I'm going to turn it down real quick because there's a little bit of feedback. Uh, and put you on mute real quick. Uh, the In terms of the people, why no one's talking about this, this seems like, Kind of comparing when we talk about launch strategies, right? And, and there's ways to drive traffic and there's ways to do it above board and not go against TOS. And Amazon specifically says, obviously, you cannot manipulate. You see lots of review, uh, bad reviews or uh, unethical reviews if your solicitation of reviews in that context, if it goes against TOS, you can literally get shut down. So that, how do you, like, that? that's why Pinterest seems so unique to me because how you're building up a brand across the board, you can launch and drive strategy, uh, drive traffic through Pinterest. You can run campaigns through there and it's getting rewarded organically, but also um, the intent to purchase is also there. So that's why it's really just hard to understand why, because at a high level, more people are not talking about this as a legitimate way to source traffic. Is it just because it's not sexy? No one's really figured out the way to do it. There's no consistency or what, what, what's, what, what, what are your kind of thoughts and opinions on the matter? You tell me, <laughs> you know, you tell me. I mean, I mean, that's a very good question and one that I'm trying to answer. But from my point of view, uh, I'm trying to niche down and do this and, and do it right. And, and that's why I started, obviously, with my background with you. Between me and you, I've had to get together together more than 10 engineers in the last six weeks. I mean, it's been insane. But I've got these people I know who are qualified in what they do. And I said, listen, this, 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 this is going to be a big thing. And that's why I'm utilizing it, because I'm going around speaking to people. But the problem is, the big problem, from my point of view, looking at e-com on the scope, is that a lot of people are, st are still in their own lanes. And that's understandable. You know, they've got their Amazon lane, your Etsy lane, your eBay lane. They're all still in their own lanes, and they're focused on what they're doing. 
not many people from what I've learned when I've spoken around the world, and I refer to a guy that you know, James Jano over at uh, Merchant Springs in Australia. He's got yeah. over 100 channels. Yeah, he's a good guy, and I deal with him. And he's pretty much said, you know, you, he, we had a conversation, we do quite regularly, and he said to me, you, you know, there's not many people like us, as in me and him, maybe yourself, who looks at this on the outside, like a global perspective of not just being in one lane, but the whole of econ. Um, and because I've been dealing with eBay and Amazon and WooCommerce, I kind of see things maybe from the unusual angle. Uh, I mean, I went, I went to the uh, IRX this weekend, and obviously to sell sessions in London. And people are talking about exit strategies and, and rebates. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a JavaScript PHP coder. That to me means nothing. All I do is I, I kind of build the momentum behind you guys. You do what you want with it. But then it works both ways, you know. If they can yeah. sell the stuff, I won't be building it. So I'm kind of stepping forward to go, right, let's get this done and see where it goes. So we're developing software and starting an agency. And, Oh, it's, uh, it's it's a bit crazy. It's tiring, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it because, like you say, exactly. I, I, yeah, it, it's kind of like there's a field there, and I'm playing football by myself at the moment. But I guess more players might come in. But you know, um, no, I've, I've got, I'm I'm very blessed. I've built up these two seven-figure brands in the group, as you've seen, and we're getting that's the other thing um, with, with with the brands that we're throwing some. It's it's all live data. You know, you can see correlating graphs. Uh, you can see, you know. Literally in the last seven days, uh, I think Marie posted something. I put the uh, data on back from about two case study brands, and it's like 170 percent up on Amazon. That's 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 crazy. I mean, but the problem I've got is the internals in Manchester that are doing this and throwing the stuff out. They're dying, so I'm having to staff up in the in the warehouse while I'm pushing the algorithm on the other side. So um, yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know why I don't know why. But I saw Danny McMillan recently, and I was thinking, well. If I think I'm pushing myself, he's just he's just nuts. He's just like off the spectrum, one hour a night sleeping. So I was like, I feel a lot better about myself at the moment. Um, exactly. You know, that, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, we talked we talked Danny, and he has his hands in everything. Yeah. And uh, he was telling me because I have IRX as well. So I, I'm curious, Matt. So you, you said you're using a lot of these like almost case studies, if you will. Um, is there anything that you can share, like uh, a brand that either wasn't they're launching products or any sort of marketing like what are those things if they're not part of informative obviously uh, that's a shame and they should and you can find the link in the comment section but if they haven't seen those kind of case studies what can you tell with people that you've seen with your brands that you're selling on amazon correct like you're selling on amazon you're you're using pinterest to drive traffic what are those kind of case studies and findings so it kind of like brings light to uh, just the amazing growth and opportunity in that regard I mean, I, I, obviously, I'm, I'm under a few NDAs with the software, so I don't want to give too much away about sure. that. Yeah, right. I, we won't do too. Um, we don't want background, yeah. but what you can share. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. of course, of course. So if you think of it this way, so um, say you've got pins on your boards on Pinterest, and you, you know, when I say the boards rank high, that means you've got you, you could basically, for example, you could get an AI blog, and um, you can have unlimited pins from an AI blog, like literally as many pins as you want that will be on there permanently forever. Um, what you could do is put links in there from Google on specific pins, but also you can put them on your Amazon store, your eBay store. If the board ranks up on Google, you've got that cross-border, that, sorry, that cross-marketing affiliated traffic flow. Somebody goes on your board, you're going to see Amazon, you're going to see eBay. It depends on what you want to push. So what we've been doing is um, we've been using board momentum from different areas to, to scale these things. And uh, because Google Associations, I'm sorry, because Amazon takes Google Associations seriously now as well, then suddenly all your listings are going up and it's all because you're posting on Pinterest on pins, but in the right way.
if that makes sense to anybody. I'm trying to explain it as best as I can, but um, so basically you've got backlinks on your pins, on the boards, ranking on Google, but also affiliated with Amazon. So that's pushing everything up and Amazon goes, thanks very much, we're enjoying this uh, external, you know, non-masked Google URLs and it pushes you up with the rankings and you, you sell more and that's pretty much it right. really. Well, and I, and I think that's the fascinating thing that's going on now is that Amazon is rewarding external traffic to its listings. But then also you want to know that uh, you want to be able to see where you can drive those traffics, right? You don't want to like yeah. uh, keyword stuff or URL stuff. Uh, Amazon, I know, doesn't like them, but from Pinterest, it's pretty easy to know where that traffic's coming from, right? There's data yeah. and analytics on the back end as well. Yeah. So for a dummy, my, dummy like me, are you seeing like just compare across the board to social media? If, should people start putting more money into either Pinterest advertising or just putting more money into content creation? on Pinterest to drive awareness to the brands. Is there is there one that you're starting to see go one way or another? Just just take your spin, putting into the ads and then maybe or put into the content. Like is there one that's outweighing the other right now in terms of conversion or success? It's it's um, the association between the image algorithm and the description. So if you're gonna whack something on there, um, I was speaking to that well I, I, actually at sales sessions this, this time around in London I was watching um, the all the um, information about the image algorithm on Amazon but with, with the Pinterest the, the, the kind of take saturation vibrancy all these different factors obviously they're going to the media background I'm seeing these things and they're taking a lot of factors in, into consideration with the um, image that's a big big deal so um, what I would say is, is that a lot of people are going for lifestyle lifestyle imagery it doesn't really, it's not really the big hitter. The big hitter is having associative objects in your image with the keywords. So it's kind of having a balance between the two. Whereas some people are just putting beautiful images on a canvas, say a printable, and it's got no relevance to the text. It's just like, we've got a painting. Well, you know, is it a Rembrandt? Is it, is it a Picasso? You know, what colors are in there? You are limited. You've got, I think it's 200 characters is the, is the sweet spot. And then you've got another thing as well which is cool um you know you've got your twitter hashtags well they carry a lot of weight as well so you can whack them in i think it's up to 20 maximum you can have so that's another thing you've got your hashtags which is cross-bordering with sm platforms all over the place tiktok snapchat facebook so it's just like you know it's mind-bending really <laughs> I, I agree i mean it, it, it's really it's really crazy in terms of that regards is there is there such thing as a pinterest influencer i'm, I'm really i'm really curious yeah, I, yeah I mean, okay, there is. well i hope i'm not one I'm, I, I may be coming across as one but i know <laughs> maybe we're going to create this whole new genre and this whole new wave right now um yeah. where you guys are going to do that informative so yeah I, i'm curious because you hear a tiktok influencer you hear an instagram influencer those are great because of eyeballs, right? I think influencer comes with uh, potential scalability and followers. With Pinterest, yeah. I know it's a yeah. little bit different because yeah. you can follow boards, you can follow uh, specific boards, you can't, you can follow specific people, but it's not really the forefront of, hey, follow me, follow my boards, or anything, anything like that. It's really hard. I, I personally wouldn't know if you said name one or five Pinterest board influencers. I'd be like. I got nothing. You know nothing what? I'll for be you. honest. Like, I, would, I would think more brands, to be honest with you. Well, you know what? The IRX today, I think, I, I, well, I mentioned it to you. I was meeting with an engineer from uh, Big Commerce, and I saw this lady, and she's speaking to me. She's like, you know, have you ever watched any other influencers? Honestly, everything that I do comes from me. I've not seen one. <laughs> you know, Marie has. I don't really, it's not my bag. I'm just the guy who's trying to build an engine that does things. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think it's going to be well. It's going to rise up, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, if, if this goes the way that I calculated, within two years, there's another two billion people on this. I mean, that's that's you can't really shy away from that. So, um, and uh, and the idea of Pinterest is interest. So you've got associated people. Does that mean that, for example, yourself, if you put a service pin on there, will you be crossing over with other people who are doing podcasts with the same interest? Thought about that. So you just, you know, it's kind of creating this whole ecosystem of, of dif difference from anywhere that I can see. And I think it's going in, in a way that is, is pretty cool because, like I say, the TOS side of things, they're not really stopping anybody. They are shadowing people, which is kind of like, you know, their idea of saying a sim bin. Not quite suspension, but not quite, you know, it's not a good place to be. Um, but, yeah, all I can see is, is that you're going to get a lot of people um, oh, that's another thing. Sorry, my mind's going off now with the. No, it's fine. Pins. This is all good stuff. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's commenting and and again, keep the questions coming. If you guys are uh, having questions, we have so many things that are just fascinating. They're like, this is great. This yeah. is fascinating. I want to know more about this and that. So I'll, I'll keep you on track. Keep going. Yeah. So um, another thing to factor in is viral pins. Now, viral pins is uh, using the same principle and algorithm as uh, TikTok and Snapchat. But the thing is with TikTok and Snapchat, I mean, my, I've got a cousin, I think he's got 2.5 million followers. He's got an agent. He's only about 12. It's like, you know, yeah, but he's the thing years is, though, old, he has an agent. About two and a half million followers. Yeah. Something like that, Jaden. Um, it'll it'll be kicking him. me. My God. We've I'm got a business, man. We've got a weird family. I've got my brother's a professional DJ. I've got a cousin with two and a half million TikTok followers, and I'm doing this. It's like, but you know, um, it's great because I, I have this insight of different markets. My sister, she's on TikTok. She's got one hundred and seventy thousand followers, and her boyfriend's got quite of a million. It's like I don't know where I'm meeting these people, but um, it's interesting because I'm getting feedback. So the thing is with. Um, when I spoke to my sister, is that if you imagine this, so with, with, with the TikTok and Snapchat, you've got one viewport. So what I mean is you've got one, obviously one like mobile phone viewport. Right. So yeah, pe yeah, people have talked about that, right? It's like a funnel yeah. or uh, yeah. where, where you're getting your information from. TikTok is literally a fire hose. It's only one stream. Yeah. You can't go yeah. on off ways. You can't like go and search different trending topics. You can't do all these different offshoots. So it's hard to really know where your eyeballs are going to go. And yeah. Or, yeah. or for TikTok, that's why it's so interesting because it's literally just a swipe feature and it's it's a waterfall it continues to flow yeah exactly and um, if you imagine this on boards so you've got the way it looks at it with giraffe pins which are the three to two ratio pins uh, which is what you you know it's a perfect viewport for any mobile phone you could have up to well you could have unlimited amount well it actually would be a problem you've got to be careful with this that you end up with 20 viral pins you know pushing traffic unlimitedly to anywhere you want to go suddenly you know, you've not got the stock flow, so you've got to be careful. This is why with the seven case, sorry, seven figure case studies are two brands. I've got to be very careful. We could actually pull the trigger and go really high. You know, there's no ads on there at the moment. And I think next month we're hitting about a million traffic flow for free with probably 5,000 engagements, which converted could end up at $10 a pop and no five grand a month of free traffic, which is just crazy, you know. Um, so, you know, you've got the opportunity to get viral pins, um, which we all know what happens on TikTok. And suddenly, you know, somebody in the garage is doing 20,000 orders and can't get the stock flow. So these are all things that can happen on Pinterest. And this is why I'm saying, with you imagine going back to the spider diagram in the center is Pinterest. It's got all these algorithmic flows going on, APIs working in unison uh, from a technical angle. It's fantastic. I mean, they, they've got a lot of the, uh, well, it's probably the cleverest image algorithm on earth that I can see because if you imagine they're funneling in all this traffic from different ways and functionalities, 
um, how they how they're balancing that is, is massive because um, I know they floated in 2019 I think it was so obviously the money's coming in from somewhere and they're starting to inject that into more of a shoppable viable marketplace now with viable pins so um, and another thing is with viable pins when I talked to big commerce today you know you can click on buy now stock again isn't controlled by Pinterest it's pulled in on APIs from anywhere which makes me wonder has Amazon kicked off Shopify recently because they might have freedom then to do the viable pin option maybe I don't know uh, stay tuned, folks. We'll, uh, we'll have to circle <laughs> back when that, that happens. That's interesting, too, because, yeah, I know um, with the integration with Shopify and TikTok, right, um, that, that was intriguing to me. I know a lot of brands are, are talking about, like, obviously, that's the influencer play of just buy in-app um, instead of having to go off off either app or keep redirecting. Um, you want to kind of streamline that integration. That is interesting that you would think that because Amazon rewards so much in Pinterest, because it's continuing to grow, right? Like the audience, it's not it's not wavering. It's not like um, uh, Snapchat or Facebook where the user rate is con is just like either flat or continues to trend down and it's only a certain demographic. Pinterest is kind of, it scales across multiple different generations, both male and female. Um, it doesn't matter in terms of uh, monetary status or anything like that. It, it kind of encapsulates the best of everything. I mean, I have a Pinterest thing and I only do it because my, uh, my wife uh, saves anything from like craft ideas to uh, recipes. And I'm like, what we make for dinner? It's on my Pinterest board. And I go, so I log in, look at it all. I go, man, there's so many different like shopping apps. And this, this is me, the marketer, always noticing. I'm like, this is interesting how it, this is followed by like, this person is followed by 100,000 people. And uh, they, 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 it looks like even not just copy paste, but it's just like all the traffic on their blog. And shoot, it's something from like 2012 or something crazy like that. But years ago in the content, we're still finding it nowadays. Of, yeah. hey, there's there's viable integrations into whatever they're using, whether it's uh, on their website and they're serving ads to you or anything like that. So it's almost like a, this compounding nature of getting organic traffic. You can serve ads. You can uh, get yeah. Yeah. conversions and things like that. So actually, we had a question, Matt. I think uh, you'd be the person to answer this. Is there any benefit to posting your pins through Pinterest directly versus posting on a schedule service like Hootsuite? Is there anything you've seen? Uh, not really, no. I mean, you've got Tailwind as well. Um, you can schedule them. Not really. I mean, it's still doing the same functionality. So I'd say no. There's nothing. It still feels uh, I mean, organic and it yeah. doesn't have one I mean, in for another. I'm going to have to be really careful here because, like I said, I'm in a coffee house. I think the actual charge is going on my laptop, which is embarrassing. I'm talking, talking tech, and I can't even plug my laptop in. What's that about? But I just thought I'd let you know that just in case for any reason things cut off. But, um, yeah, you go off, yeah, I was going to say, if you need to go plug it in real quick, then I can obviously charge, uh, chat. But, um, yeah, no, I, I get you. You just give me a heads up before and we can and cap it for sure. Um, yeah. The other question is, um, we talked about influencers earlier. A friend of the show, Francois, said, where would you find Pinterest board influencers? Okay, so you can find them on YouTube mostly, but it's getting hold of them. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, there's quite a few from I've heard on YouTube, but it, like anything, it's like me reaching out to say someone like yourself. If you're busy, you're busy. What do you do? You know, um, one thing I would say is if you get out there on Pinterest and start putting service pins on there, uh, you can actually start advertising and see if you can get a hold of one. <laughs> so there you go. Why not put a free service start pin following them around and say like, hey, I want to work with you person XYZ. Yeah, because I'm yeah, sure yeah. they're they're searching themselves quite a bit, right? Well, what, what's the best, what better way than to get through to them on the interest that they're interested in, which actually is influencing and they'll all be associated, you know? That's what I was trying to say before, maybe if you, 
you know put service pins on there you'll find people associative that are actually in the genre that you're doing as well so um you'll find out you know this is why it's interesting because you're finding people who have the common interest that you've got but also from a marketing angle you've got dsp on amazon this is almost like that because you're targeting people who've got the interest already there so that in itself is crazy because you've already done pinterest has done the legwork for you on the api found those people and you can directly target them uh, which is really powerful as you know, well, you can hear it you know what they believe you know you know what they're going to sell and what they're interested in already let's just put it in front of them hit them with the target you know um so there you go yeah hope that answers that question what's the uh what's better a conversion rate are you converting more on desktop or mobile is it is it mainly mobile mainly responsive mobile yeah and tablet based um i don't know the stats i've not run in front of me but we have gone through this um but yeah mostly it is mostly mobile because that's what if you look again at the way that the three to two ratio pins are um they're built for mobile phones like i said it's like you know it's kind of like a viewport like that so um yeah it, it's built for mobile but if you think from a desktop point of view it's a marketplace you've got your pins looking like a market in the way that's laid out so that's why i'm saying they're hitting kind of everything really from my point of view from the coding point of view you know um, is there is there more of a wave of more video content that's being engaged with or is it is it mainly just like hero imaging and uh, what, what's really going to stand out to like visually um is it more video content that's being engaged with or is it more that that image that hero image or so uh videos videos are king i mean with algorithms at the moment videos are king i mean i think it's penguin is it on google penguins algorithm so that ranks that up um i think uh, i'm not high up with google um but yeah I, the thing is with video you've got this is why i was saying i was at sales seller sessions this weekend i was saying you know you've got your keywords but also refresh of content it works equally as well because every every um every algorithm likes a bit of refresh content thrown into the mix and with videos you've got that going on constantly i mean like i said i'm going back 20 years i was working with macromedia suite got to feel old and um you know I was working, <laughs> do you remember that do you remember the macromedia before it was acquired by adobe and um well, i was working with action scripts in java and i was building animated sites i worked on uh, with the uh, high res in london on the uh, saw website recording for a dream all animated crazy stuff typing your fears you know and that's all been eroded by this blog-based industry. So this is why it's interesting that it's coming back because all those videos have a lot of data in them, you know? So that is refresh and that's going up the algorithm. So I say, yeah, if you can get on a video pin um, at the moment, I think, it's, I think the sweet spot's 12 seconds, 14, 14 seconds. Um, but the thing is, Marie shouted something out and I'm learning something off Marie because she's more in the content realm. She posted something recently about a Zoom connection on a Pinterest pin video. So we could be doing 12 seconds now and you can wipe that across on a video pin. I've not looked into that yet because I'm more, like I say, underneath doing the, you know, coding side of things. But um, from that side of it, it makes sense that you would be able to drop a Zoom interview at 12 seconds stint. There she is. There's hello, Marie. There she is. Uh, yeah. Got, you know what? Shout out to Marie. She just couldn't help herself. I said her name and then she's there, you know. Uh, she's always yeah. watching or listening. She's oh, like yeah. Amazon or any other. <laughs> oh, no, she's worse. I don't have a chance. I'm joking, Marie. You're always there in the background listening. I know you are. Marie, and, please, and, and, yeah, please don't be upset at us, Marie. Like we, please forgive us. <laughs> oh no, she's been upset. Upset at me, it's fine. No, but the thing is, though, Marie's got a point, and um, these are the things that you can integrate with video because people just see video as a thing that you just record and put online and stream. No, no, no. There's all these feeds, Zoom, you know, different ways. Uh, obviously, uh, TikTok has utilised that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's 
it's uh, it's it's a fun playground basically. That's what I can see. So is there uh, there was another good question I thought came in. Is there any type of content you would not suggest using Pinterest for? Uh, obviously, like I'm um, sure there's like term, terms of service that would say like don't put graphic imagery imagery or like inappropriate imagery or yeah. content on there. Don't put duplication. So the image algorithm is pretty pretty uh, sophisticated, and even if you put the same image on in a slightly different way, it can pretty easily pick that up as spam. Uh, so it, it, they are quite hard on spam because obviously with it being a high, um, basically they endorse high content, so high quality content, so like images and videos that have a high definition, which makes me wonder how you know juice heavy the servers are, but you know that's not my problem. Um, but you know, when you look at it from an image point of view, the algorithm will pick up on that, and it's always fresh and, and different. is is good and vibrant. Vibrancy it picks up on as well in the algorithm. Uh, that's why, from my point of view, when I've looked at some of the tests, it likes vectorized images over lifestyle. That's one thing I would say. It's got that sharp, crisp, clean, readable image. Uh, it also almost, looks almost like it. the the main image on an Amazon listing. It would be like yeah. white background, yeah. just that image. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and that's where me and Marie had a different uh, sort of uh, an indifference when we first started because she was like, "Oh, you need the best images," and I was like, "No, no, no, you don't understand the algorithm. Let's have another chat." <laughs> and then I kind Start of won. and a bit smug mode, but she's probably going, "Oh, but no." Well, it's, in this it's case, not about the data, yeah, the data doesn't lie too. So you got to say like, "What?" So A/B testing is that is that possible to do as well uh, through Pinterest of which, uh, whether content or if you. If you want to drop listings to like let's say a coffee mug let's talk about like obviously we're talking about like has batman logo on it so you can talk about yeah it's halloween based so maybe uh or i should say because around halloween at the end of the month say like batman themed whatever so you can like kind of shift that towards on a almost like a change the keywords around so you want to get your product towards that and then have like your consistency right like you don't want to do that as much on amazon but is this something where you can ebb and flow different keywords and target it and change up copy consistently where it still enhances or talks about like Christmas gifts or uh, Batman fan gifts or uh, yeah. coffee drinkers or anything like that? Can you start to utilize keywords to your benefit and start testing with either seasonality or Koshka. whatever yeah, you're yeah. trying to target? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry about this. I might have to just try and see if I can plug my laptop into a different plug. It's actual plug that's not working for some reason. This is the, this is what happens when you travel between We've blown uh, a fuse. Places. No, we've blown a fuse. It's okay. It, it's probably the power pulling from this podcast. So no, yeah. yeah, if you need if you need to <laughs> re-plug it in real quick, Matt, I, I can uh Give I us can a second. Like, yeah, just go ahead and side. Yeah. So um again, I'll uh I'll kind of reset really quick the podcast as as Matt kind of uh finds a quick uh plug in, if you will. So everyone, again, this is crossover commerce episode. One uh six. I'm gonna say it. we're gonna guess it again. It's one sixty. Um, I got you, Matt. So you're you're not bad. One sixty eight. So again, we're talking about Pinterest, and that's the fascinating thing about everything that we're talking about today is that a lot of people like to talk about Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. What you get has been the consistent nature of hey, you can drive traffic. You can actually drive um, lots of different ad types, um, target specific people, and drive it to your Amazon listing. No longer is Amazon really rewarding those more than um, as much as they used to. And then obviously that's where we have Matt back. Do we find a plug that works now? Uh, it's not quite working, so it may cut off at some point. So I'll just, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just keep speaking if that's okay. And maybe it cuts off. Yeah, it cuts keep off speaking and then we'll, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll come yeah. back to it later. But, we've done 45 uh, minutes nearly, so that's not too bad. <laughs> you know, we've got away not, with it. Yeah, that's, 
that's not bad whatsoever. So um, we were kind of just like recapping too. Amazon's now rewarding this. There's so many different kind of creative ways to drive traffic from Pinterest to it, creating evergreen content, creating stuff that's searchable, uh, trending as well. Is that just something that people, what do you think, if you had to say, why do you think people haven't created a software to like help people either drive traffic in general uh, through Pinterest? Is there a service or agency or anything like that? You said you're developing software. So why, why hasn't yeah. something like that already existed? Because you do it for Facebook all over the place. There's agencies galore. Yeah. Um, why hasn't like a software been built for that? Um, because it's a misunderstood platform. That's what I believe. I think it's misunderstood because there's so many, um, like I said, there's so much intricacy to the way that it works. It's not just a case of, like if you look at Amazon and eBay, okay, the A9 algorithm is really, you know, like Danny was saying, it's 3D and it is, but it's more, I wouldn't say rigid, but it's more, channeled in the way that you can use it whereas this is so big and vast it's like how do we funnel that how do we sort of channel that so um you know i would say that people have probably approached it looked at it and gone i'm not even going to tackle that because there's so many creative ways of funneling traffic but i've thought to myself well i just thought i'm, I'm Marie might vouch for me with this and Daniel, uh, he's the other partner on the group. He, they know I'm kind of like um, Doc from Back to the Future. I'm a bit of a crazy guy. Throw me in a room, I love blowing stuff up. Um, so from my point of view, I thought, how can I streamline this? And I think I found a way. I think I found a way. That's all I can say on that, unfortunately. I can't say any more, but I think I found a way. That's no, fine. No, the tease is real and I, and I appreciate that. So Matt, before like we either run out of power, we kind of like come to the top of, <laughs> top, top of our podcast. I'm really curious too. Um, so, like, give me a, if people had to start looking at the next two years or so, and we're, yeah. we're hearing a lot more of like Facebook. Obviously, it's really difficult. It's really cost effective. It's really costly. We're talking about social driving traffic to um, multiple different ways to your listings, whether it be just in e-commerce in general or on Amazon, even more specifically. We had to look at either Pinterest in one hand or TikTok in the other. You really had to like bet on one, like. Can you make your case for either one that both are going to be effective or do you honestly think that one outweighs Pinterest, the Pinterest. I mean, the thing is, if you look at TikTok, how long is it going to go for between before the top spot is going to cost you how much money to hit the front viewer first? You've got one viewport. You're restricted with, with your viewport. So, I mean, you've only got one screen with one advert. Pinterest is unlimited. So this is why I think that Pinterest ultimately will win scalability. I mean, it, it, if you think about TikTok, you've not got any other options other than to scale out and do what Pinterest is doing. So how far will that go with TikTok where well, it's going to cost you a fortune to be able to hit the front viewer first time around? You know, could you be talking right. millions to make billions? I don't know, you know. You get a big hitter in like Microsoft, somebody like that, bang, we need that first view because we're going to make this much money or an influencer that's got high, you know, heavy weight. Um, can you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's already restricting my view from a sort of a technical angle going, well, okay, you've got one screen at a time. How much are you going to pay for that one screen? That's why you are, I think that Pinterest you almost instantly make that. I was going to say you almost instantly make that tiered approach of that yeah. funnel, if you will, of, hey, the most most important ones are going to go first and it's going to become a pecking order if it's oh, just yeah. that single stream, unless they diversify, which again, who knows when that would come. I'm assuming it will down the road to well, kind of break it out, but you never know. Well, this is it. I mean, you know, if you look at Pinterest, eventually they're going to start charging for ads. You know, they're going to start charging more and more. That's what happens. That's what I saw with eBay and PayPal when they schismed back in, was it 2015, 14? And then obviously PayPal eventually, they obviously we, we collaborated, they, they split off. And now Amazon, I think they 
I won't say that they're, they're venturing off, but I'm just saying I've seen too many things grow and sort of plateau, so to speak. I think beasts grow and then they get to a certain point where they can't grow anymore. Um, and who knows, in 10 years, you're talking about the same thing with Pinterest and something else comes along, but with a different approach. So, um, yeah, I would say I would say scalability-wise, Pinterest wins hands down. This is why I'm interested in it. You know, um, I don't think it's even started. I think it's in its infancy. And I think it's got way, way more to go. Like, literally, a ridiculous amount of uh, uh, traction to go on it. So, yeah. I, mean, I think that's a natural cap of, like, our episode today. And I, I'm afraid just to lose you in your battery life. But uh, with that being said, that's not, <laughs> like, so, I mean, there, there's we can do part twos and threes uh, of this podcast. And we're definitely going to have to do more of these in terms of more more focused approach once you guys get up and going, especially with the software. Where, can, where yeah. do people like, get in touch with you or how do they engage with like this content? Obviously, we said the Pinformative group on Facebook. Yeah. Is there so, any other way to engage with you guys? Being the OCD perfectionist that I'm trying to be, and I'm trying to drop that a little bit at the moment, we, we're actually trying to create a multimedia-style uh, website where it's interactive with all over. You know, I'm coming from a Macromedia background, so I wanted to do something a bit different. Um, so we've nearly done that, but at the moment, um, you, you know, there's not much on the website. You can just click through, see our live case study. There's 3,000 plus followers, uh, see the live data. Uh, but we're getting to a point where the website's going to be launched. I mean, seven days, we're hopefully going to have the course. We're going to be doing a, a beginner intermediate course, and that'll help because I know Marie says to me, you know, I kind of say something, she's not many people are going to understand what the hell you're talking about, Matt. Can we please try and make this uh, more understandable for the audience? Because I'll go off on one with technicalities, and she says, you know, so we're trying to make that more um, more appealing for different markets, basically, so they understand it. Because we have got in there uh, KDP, um, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a chapter on KDP, and we've got um, merch, uh, eBay, Etsy, Amazon. It's not just Amazon. We're trying to cover everything because that's what Pinterest is. It's you know, it's, it's a way to funnel traffic to all these different areas. So that's happening hopefully on the twentieth because uh, we've got all, all the you know all the other, all the things that come with that with the. Um, we're doing it ourselves the educational portal so we're not going through udemy or teachable or anything like that we're doing it all ourselves because i like to make things difficult for myself um but you know it's it's coming so um yeah just just building 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 and, and see where it goes we're hoping with the software at the very latest end of the year which isn't far off now which has gone very quick this year uh, we're hoping that the, the you know obviously the courses are coming next week and um yeah the agency well, I'm surprised. I thought it was a wild card in the room, but it seems as though a lot of people are interested in this. So I'm just kind of going with the flow, and hopefully, once we've got the, the, everything the course in order, we're, we're going to start because we, we are building quite a big team globally, um, and that's a challenge as well. But people who know me, me interns, they know that I don't do things by half, so I just go for it. If you don't, awesome. if you don't jump, you if you don't jump, you won't fly. That's the, that, that's the one. So it's a good phrase. Well, hey, hey, if you need a dummy like me uh, to be a case study for either like podcasts or whatever, you know I'm in. So uh, oh, yeah. anytime I can yeah. be of service or anything like that, you know uh, you know where to find me. So I know we chat, chat offline uh, often. So yeah. I'm really excited yeah. to see where this goes because I think the innovation part of it is what's really fascinating that's to it. me. Of, right, exactly. And, and innovation I think is the word. Innovation is the yep. word. That's what I, I've been saying this all along to Marie. I said, you know, I love innovation. And I think that if you, because I've got the capability to do that, I'm not a marketeer. I'm not great at selling. But the fact I can invent and do things, because I come from a family who invented a couple of things, but I won't go into that today. But yeah, um, it's just unfortunately, it's how I was born. So why not have a crack at it, you know? So yeah. We need to get back into that family, that history of like all these different like successes, man. Like because you're that that sounds fascinating to me too. That can be a show in all of itself. Of all the ones oh, you're it could be more than there, the, so. it could be more than a show. Trust me. 
<laughs> you don't want to awesome. know. <laughs> hey, we can start a live. Yeah, it can be the the next uh, keeping up with the the Parkers, if you will, or something like oh, that. Instead so of the Kardashians. Yeah. But hey, here we are. Yeah. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for stopping uh, in the middle of nowhere in England and uh, chatting with me today. And I'm sorry we ran out your your battery on your your computer, but hey, oh, no, it is what sorry. it is. And uh, it's so much really enjoyed it here today, Brian. I've really awesome. enjoyed it and, um, you know, um, it's great to chat and I hope that people out there have learned something more about Pinterest today and what its potential Absolutely. is. And it's not just your flat-based two-dimensional thing that you see. There's a lot more underneath that's happening under the bonnet, so to speak. So, yeah, brilliant. Hey, I'm yeah. all about it. So uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. And uh, now friend of the show, uh, Matt Parker of Crossover. Uh, Matt Parker of Pinformative. Thanks for hopping on Crossover Commerce, man. Brilliant. Thank you. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. And thank you again, everyone else. And thanks to Matt and uh, his team over at Pinforum for hopping on Crossover Commerce again. There's so much great content there that hopefully you also enjoyed uh, watching us live or listening to us on our favorite podcast channel. Again, this is Crossover Commerce episode 168. Thanks again to Matt Parker uh, just for hopping on and giving some insight of you know why it's important to keep your options open. Don't just go with the easy uh, social media routes. Do something that's going to... Uh, it, it, it might take a little bit of time, but uh, the, the content generation and the what's being rewarded in terms of just, you know, and rewarded for organic listings, um, something that is free and that will boost your content and people are ready to make those purchases. That's intriguing to me enough where I can, I want to dive a little bit more into that in the, my own personal time and uh, look at those case studies once again, because I think that's something as fascinating as it is when people get pinched with their, their ad dollars or any sort of marketing budget. This can be something that you can create really great content. It's evergreen. It's rewarded on uh, Google. It's rewarded by Amazon. It's rewarded by lots of different platforms. And you notice we, we made a couple different uh, projections on here. We'll see what turns out. And I'm excited to see uh, the team um, wh where it comes in the end. So uh, that being said, again, thanks to everyone who was uh, subscribing and also to listen to us live. Again, if you haven't watched Crossover Commerce before, make sure you give us a thumbs up or share this episode. You can also search for us and find us on your favorite podcast destinations. We go live on all of our social media sites um, on Ping Pong Payments, or you can just follow myself on social media. Just search Ryan Kramer. You can find me. Um, but that being said, give us a thumbs up or give us a review on your favorite podcast destination platform and uh, share this uh, share this episode. It'll be available on the audio version here soon enough as well. That being said, again, thanks, Matt. Thanks, uh, everyone else who was watching Crossover Commerce. We'll catch you guys next time on another another episode um again i guess that would be 169 we'll take care everyone have a great weekend